We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now it is time to get out to the Great Midwest Bank hotline and bring in our friend from Sports Illustrated, golf writer for them, Bob Herrig. Bob, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Not too bad, Bob. I've, I've told people today that generally with golf tournaments, you know, I love watching golf. I'm a huge golf fan, but I don't get a whole lot of FOMO with these things. Maybe the Masters once a year, but I've never wanted to be at a golf tournament more than this Open Championship. Everything I've seen on Twitter and everything just looks phenomenal. How is it being there? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Listen, St. Andrews is a special place, and uh, uh, it's... Uh, it's it's uh you know it's a unique spot in golf and home of golf and all those things. We lose you. You there? Oh, we just lost Bob Herrick. We'll try to get I'll him get, back I'll on get the line back. here in a second. But yeah, just going off of that real quick, like it looks phenomenal. I've been watching the coverage this entire time and. Again, I don't know that I've ever had a time where I felt like, man, I'm really missing out on something. But this tournament itself, like, I just want to be over there so bad. You know, every other tournament I enjoy watching, and I'd love to be a part of it and follow these people around. But maybe it's just seeing Tiger over there. It's the 150th Open Championship. It's the home of golf. It's St. Andrews, which is phenomenal. i just love to be over there. And, Bob, just... I'm sure the environment and everything over there, it just feels incredibly special just being over there and enjoying just how special St. Andrews already is, much less for a special occasion like the 150th Open. No doubt. I mean, uh, the uh, uh, as, as you were saying there, <clears throat> it's a special vibe anyway. It, it's, it's, the reason it comes here so often is because, you know, it's just so unique. Um, you know, the golf course you know, basically at least the first few holes of it and the 18th, first 18th, 17th, second, they, they're sort of in the town. I mean, I always make the joke that you could walk off the 18th tee, take a right onto the main street, go up two blocks and you could be eating at a subway sandwich shop on, on market street in St. Andrews in literally like six minutes, you know, I mean, it's that close. I mean, <clears throat> the town is part of the golf and, um, you know, the history, obviously the golf course has been here almost since the beginning of time. It's, it's basically the same layout as when they first played 
a British Open here in 1873. I mean, it's the same. The whole the layout of the holes is basically the same. They're longer now, obviously, but um, it's just got so many things about it that are uh, that that are different than anywhere else. And I think that's what makes for a kind of a cool thing: the idea that it that that it could withstand the test of time as it has. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on live because, you know, we see lots and lots of stuff about it. It is a polarizing thing, but I did want to ask you one question about it. Is there a divide among the golfers that have gone over to live and those that have stayed loyal to the PGA tour when they show up at these major championships and maybe this one in particular, is there, you know, maybe not as much friendly banter between them or is it just kind of business as usual for a lot of the guys? Yeah, you know, I think it depends on the guy, frankly. Um, there are some who, you know, really don't like this at all and 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 are, you know, are kind of shunning the, the the live guys. I believe there's 18 or 20 of them in the field this week. And uh um, you know, it's um it's it's awkward. Now, there's some PGA Tour players who might not be in favor of what they did but completely understand it. You know, they get it. They know that it's a lot of money, life-changing money. Um, and they, they sort of understand. In fact, there's, there's a lot of players who, who sort of get why we, we got to this point, which is, you know, the, the idea that in, in golf, for the most part, there's no guaranteed money. And I think they'd all like to see some guaranteed money. It's, uh, you know, who among us wants to go on a business trip and, and have to pay, pay for everything and not get paid anything possibly, you know? So, um, there's that aspect of it, but, but then there's the, the part that's it's disruptive and obviously where the money's coming from and, 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 and how it's sort of dividing people has not been great. And, and there's plenty of people who, uh, who take issue with that, which is understandable. Looking at the most polarizing guy out there this week, Tiger Woods, how has he looked? It seemed that he's played quite a bit in preparation for this at the golf course. How has he looked when you've seen him out on the course? You know, I mean, I watched him um, Sunday. Uh, he played all 18 holes. I went the whole way. And and I thought he looked a little shaky, especially early on. I didn't think he was moving great. Um, I didn't think he was playing great. Uh, but then, then it kind of like, he got a little farther along and, and he started to play better and, and he started to look like he was walking better. And I, so I was wondering, you know, like, it seemed like maybe he wasn't feeling that well, just physically, like maybe a cold or allergies, which seems to happen to him a lot. And, and maybe that was part of the problem early on. And also we, we, we focus a lot of attention on his, on his walking, um, you know, the length is, 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 is just part of it now. And I think sometimes we might make too much out of it. I think, I think that's just part of what he's dealing with. And so it's a matter of how much pain and how much does it affect his ability to play golf. Now, the longer a round goes on, the, the more that that becomes an issue. And I think it's sort of something we've taken for granted too, that, you know, walking is important and your legs are a big part of the golf swing. And when you get tired, um, it impacts it. So um, he was better as that round went on. And then I noticed how much he was practicing around the greens. He put in a lot of effort, did, did his homework, 
trying different shots, hitting different clubs off tees, figuring things out. And he played a lot better yesterday, Monday. And then in that four hole exhibition, he was, he was, I thought he was quite good. So now does that mean he'll be competitive? That's hard to say. I mean, I think again, we're looking at, you know, let's see if he can make the cut. That's, that's a big factor, make the cut. And then let's, then we'll go from there. So you don't think there's much of a chance that he could compete on Sunday? I mean, I'd never say never, but it's just so much to ask. I yeah. mean, you know, he hasn't played in a tournament in two months, almost two months. And these other guys all, I mean, they've all played since the PGA. They've all played in another major. You know, some of them have played four, five, six times since. You know, they, 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 get, in, they get into the battle. And Tiger hasn't been able to do that. And there's no way to simulate it, you know. And, and he's, it's hard enough, as little as he plays. It makes it even more difficult when, you know, there's no tune-up event. There's no chance to sort of kick off some of the rust. Uh, and he acknowledges that, you know, he acknowledges he can try to do everything he can at home, but it's not the same. So I just think that makes it hard. I mean, there's obviously so many great players. Look, I think he could have a good day or two. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if he were able to, you know, uh, you know, maybe get up on the leaderboard for a little bit of time. It'll be interesting to see what the weather is. He's not teeing off until three o'clock local time on, uh, on Thursday. Now, sometimes the wind calms down at six o'clock, which is when he would be, you know, towards the end of his round. You know, may, maybe that's a, a bonus for him. Um, you know, hard, hard to say. Uh, it, it's, it's good for him that he's not playing, going off terribly early. He needs a lot of time to get ready. And I think his tee time on uh, Friday is 10 o'clock local time. So not as much time, but still, it's not like it's eight o'clock. So, We'll see, but I, I just think it's a lot to ask for him to be competitive. That you know, to have a chance on Sunday is is quite, I think, the leap at this point. Toby Altizer talking with SI golf writer Bob Herrig here on the Fan Afternoon Show, previewing the Open Championship coming up this week. Looking at the course, St Andrews, you mentioned it. It's very similar to the course that's been played for years and years. Do you think the guys this week are going to be able to overpower the golf course? So much of this course, I understand, depends on the conditions. So is the weather predicted to be hard? And could we see some really low scores this week? Well, you know, if the wind doesn't blow, then there is a potential for low scores. It's, it's an unusual golf course and it has 14 par fours. Only two par fives, two par threes. Um, and while par fives are typically scoring holes, the par fours here are not terribly long, uh, at least in terms of today's game. And if there's no wind, the guy can really have a lot of short irons into the par fours. Now, there is expected to be wind. If it's the same wind that it has been for, the, for a good number of the practice rounds, they'll be playing into it going out, which means holes basically one through seven um, there's, there's, uh, there's no par threes in that stretch. It's there's one, all par fours and a par five. Uh, the eighth hole is a par three and I believe 11 is a par three. So, but that stretch of holes would play pretty difficult if, if it's into the wind. And now you've now you know, you, in other words, you got to hang on through there. And then, then in theory, it's downwind coming back in and there's a chance for some scoring, but 
still, you know, 17 is never an easy hole, no matter if that's the road hole, if there's wind. 14, a pretty stout par five, even with wind. So, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be a pushover. It, there will be good scores. There's always good scores at this level, even if, if the conditions are difficult. But I, I'd be surprised if it's overrun, given the, the forecast that we have at this point. One final one for you here. It's funny because you, you talk about front runners for this thing. And, you know, maybe in, unless you're watching Golf Channel or something specifically golf related, all you see is Tiger. You see Tiger, you see Tiger. And yet guys like the number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler, comes in almost underrated somehow. You have Matt Fitzpatrick who won the U.S. Open and no one's really talking about him either. So is there someone that you're looking at that – you think you would take as the winner this week? And is there maybe someone that's flying under the radar that you think has a really good shot to win this week? Yeah, you know, it's a good point. There's been so many things. When Tiger plays, and it's only the third time all year, um, it just dominates the discussion. You know, I'm guilty of it. I write, I've written about him probably every day or <laughs> close to it this week, you know. And... uh uh, so, you know, a guy like Colin Morikawa, who won the tournament last year, doesn't get a whole lot of attention. Um, you know, I, I think John Rahm is, is a guy who people should be looking at as a favorite. Um, played pretty good on Link, in Lynx golf, has a lot of experience at it. Obviously a very solid player, second in the world. Was fourth, I think, at the Open last year. Third or fourth, he was not that far behind Morikawa. Um, you know, like, I don't know that really anybody's talking about him that much. People are talking about Rory and Rory's obviously a solid choice. You know, can he get off to a good start? The good news for him is he plays on Thursday morning. I think that's a help. He doesn't have to wait around all day. Um, you know, Roy shot 63 here in 2010, uh, in the opening round. Uh, and then in 2015, you know, the year after he had won two majors, he had, had top 10 in the first two majors that year, and he came to the Open, actually never got to the Open because like 10 days before or a oh, week yeah. before, he hurt his ankle playing soccer with his buddy. He was just, you know, fooling around. And you still wonder, like, Roy was really a solid then, very playing very, very well in, in 2015. Uh, and uh, obviously Jordan Spieth came here with a chance to win the first three um zach johnson won but i mean you just never know what would roy have been in the mix or not i mean it's sort of a, a missed opportunity i just think this golf course sets up really nicely for him so um you know there's a few guys i mean i i think so much of it depends on what the weather's doing when they get out there and uh, can they take advantage when things are calm bob appreciate the time man i'm envious of you being over there <laughs> yeah, it's a good place to be. Thanks very much for having me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.